Welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition with licensed nutritionists and dietitians from Nutritional Weight and Wellness. We explain the connection between what you eat and how you feel. Stay tuned for practical, real-life solutions for healthier living through real food nutrition. Slow down, you move too fast. You got to make the Welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition, brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness. I'm Joanne Rideout. I'm a registered and licensed dietitian. And joining me as our co-host is Carolyn Hudson, who's also a registered and licensed dietitian. Today we have the pleasure of having our local water expert, Richard Grassi, owner of Richard's Custom Water Systems, with us. He's here to share his expertise about the contaminants found in tap water and why it's so important to filter your water. Our goal this morning is to discuss a variety of information about the importance of water, filtered water, and today we are especially focusing on how drinking water helps with weight walk loss and why the quality of water is so important. Well, good morning, everyone. Yes, Joanne, good morning. I remember when you told us a story uh, about your additional drinking water, extra mm -hmm. glasses of water, and um, how it helped you lose several pounds. So I know our listeners love, love to hear some of our testimonials and stories. So would you mind sharing that with us? Sure, I can do that. In our Nutrition for Weight Loss classes, we give our class participants a handout that says water is the single most important catalyst in losing weight and keeping it off. This handout has eight key biochemical reasons that drinking water supports weight loss. So I thought to myself, I want to test this information out. So I added a couple extra glasses, which is about three cups of water daily. And the good news is in two weeks, I lost four pounds. I didn't change what I was eating. I didn't change my exercise. I didn't change my sleep. I just drank three additional cups of filtered water every day. So I also know that coffee is dehydrating. So I was basically trying to oh, offset that. for that, right? Yeah, that coffee. And so that's what my, was my goal is to just drink a little more water from that standpoint. So in our Nutrition for Weight Loss classes, we teach about the importance of drinking water, but I wanted to prove it to myself so I could personally say I know drinking water supports weight loss is true because it happened for me. Yeah, you know, when you shared that with us, I think it was at one of our nutritionist uh, meetings, Yes, I think all of us went, oh my gosh, we have <laughs> got to share that with our listeners because uh -huh. that's really impactful and it it's is. motivational. Right. And who doesn't like to hear a good success story, right? So today, we are actually going to take our first half of the show to discuss some of the reasons that sufficient uh, consumption of water results in that weight loss. And then during the second half of the show, we will address the importance of the quality of the water. So let's get started with why it is that we need water for weight loss. The first thing I always think of, and one of the most important reasons to drink sufficient water, is that your kidneys cannot function properly without that water. That's right, and that is so important. When your kidneys don't have enough water to function well, the liver takes over some of the kidney's workload. So, 
The problem is the liver's job is breaking down and metabolizing stored fat into energy. And if the liver is doing some of the kidneys work, it can't operate at full speed, which means less fat is going to be metabolized. It's going to affect your metabolism and you won't lose as much weight. Right. So drinking water is really the key to that fat metabolism because it actually allows the kidneys to function properly and then that weight loss occurs. So a lot of our clients really struggle with with that. And this uh, just knowing that fact helps them then or encourages them to drink a little more water, right? Yeah. So how do you go about making sure you are actually drinking enough water? So I'm going to challenge every one of you out there, all of our listeners, to make a commitment to drink at least 10 glasses of water daily. I'm talking 10 8-ounce glasses of filtered water every day. In fact, since water supports weight loss and your immune function, we're going to challenge you to drink that much water for at least the next two weeks. Maybe it should be more like four or six or eight or forever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so that, you know, you maybe you'll lose some weight at first. And how great is that? Mm-hmm. But the other thing is this is really important right now. It is going to help your strengthen your immune system. So that's really essential during this crisis uh, epidemic that we have right now. That's for sure. And I also want to share some more important facts about water. So number one, 75% of my- of Americans are chronically dehydrated. And that's not too surprising to me because I look at health histories and very few people are drinking adequate amounts of water. So the second fact is 37% of Americans think they are hungry when they just need to drink a glass of water. So think about this, every time you are hungry, have a glass of water first. It's going to help your weight loss process Mm -hmm. immensely. And the third is that dehydration can slow down your metabolism. Absolutely. So here's another interesting fact. Every day, our body loses two and a half to three quarts of water daily. Okay, you know, that's almost 100 ounces, right? That is 12 eight-ounce glasses of water a day. Even more if you're outside and you're sweating, you're in the heat. Uh, So if you're having any trouble losing weight, try drinking more water for a few days to get your body actually ready to lose that weight. Remember, when your kidneys don't have enough water to detox naturally, your liver takes over part of the job of the kidneys and then it's not available to help you lose that weight. That's right. Your metabolism suffers, for sure. So here's another reason for you to drink some water. When we don't drink enough water, we get dry skin, wrinkles, may suffer from constipation or fluid retention, and even high blood pressure. Yes, I said high blood pressure. So the first time I learned this, it was really an aha moment for me about how the blood pressures affected by dehydration. But it is interesting that good hydration makes your heart, which is a pump, work Mm -hmm. better. So your blood pressures 
maybe you can reduce your medication or maybe you can reduce your blood pressure with water. Here's another fairly unknown fact. Overweight people need more water to metabolize their stored fat. The National Center for Health Statistics estimates that two out of three adults are currently either overweight or obese. So based on that information, it would appear that two out of three adults drink to, need to drink more filtered water every single day. So, and you would really think, Joanne, that drinking water to lose weight would be an easy thing. Right. But it's not. And, you know, you have to try to figure out different ways to get that much water in. Mm -hmm. So I have um, many of my clients are teachers. I'm sure you do too, yes. Joanne. And what do they tell you? I can't drink that water because I have to get up and go to the bathroom. Right. And I can't do that. I've right. Got you know, classroom full of students. So they have very limited bathroom breaks. So perhaps all of you out there right now, you're working at home. Maybe this is a challenge for you for the next, uh, we don't know how many weeks yet. <laughs> we don't know. Uh, at least four, four weeks. Start drinking more water. Try drinking eight, nine, or 10 glasses of water a day and see if that helps your weight loss. That's right. When I tell my clients that water's a natural anti-aging nutrient and it prevents, it helps prevent sagging skin, it supports good brain function, some of them can't start drinking water soon enough. So some think, people yeah. are motivated by that. That wrinkle thing, I don't yeah. know, that always motivates me. For sure. <laughs> Also, sometimes I have teenage clients. Some of them come to see me because they have acne. When I tell them if you replace drinking your sodas with drinking water, there will be a big reduction in your acne breakouts. What a great feeling it is when they, these teenagers go from sulking to smiling and then thanking me for giving them such a simple solution. So water can be our genie in a bottle for many health conditions. Yeah, our teenagers love that when we tell them, oh, you can clear up some of your acne just by drinking a little more water. Right. So as you may have noticed, we just love giving interesting facts to all of our listeners. So here's one more interesting fact about water that some of you uh, already may be aware of. A person can actually go for weeks without food, but can only go without water for a few days. Well, I think it's almost time for a break here, yes, Joanne. It is. So you're listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. Today, we are discussing how you can use water to help your body lose weight. We also have a special guest, Richard Grassi. He's the owner of Richard's Custom Water Systems, in, in, and he's in studio with us today to share his expertise about water quality. Welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. At Nutritional Weight and Wellness, we are still open for business both for nutrition consultations and for supplement purchases. However, to protect the safety of everyone, we've changed how the nutrition consultations and purchases will be carried out. Each of our dietitians and nutritionists are available for appointments by phone or video. 
As a dietitian, I personally have been very busy helping clients who are concerned about having a strong immune system and also helping my current clients and even new clients who have a variety of other nutrition problems and health issues. So do you have health concerns that you'd like help with? You can call 651-699-3438 and we will set up your phone or video appointment. Or if you prefer, you can go to weightandwellness.com and book an appointment for yourself. So we have, I've been surprised at how busy we are. Yeah, oh, I'm, I'm very, swamped. Very busy. I've been swamped too. <laughs> very busy with people having questions about what's going on mm -hmm. right now yeah. and keeping their health current. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And optimal. So if you're also, so we've been talking about water, but back to our water topic, if you're having some memory problems, here is one possible solution. Drink more water because the brain is composed of about 75 to 85% water and consists of nearly 60% fat, which makes it the fattiest organ in our body. That's that's really interesting, isn't it? That is interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was kind of shocked to <laughs> to find that out. Yes, and drinking sufficient water and eating beneficial natural fats support brain function and memory. Most of the brain fat is omega three DHA fatty acid. So I remember that uh, Nancy Lindgren, uh, our guest from last week's uh, show. Uh, food to support sobriety said that she starts her days drinking a large glass of water, uh, supporting her brain function by drinking water and eating real food has really helped her achieve her 39 years of continuous sobriety. So water and food actually work together hand in hand for better brain function. So what does research say about how drinking water helps people lose weight? A study published in Obesity in September of 2015 found that when middle-aged and older adults drank water before each meal, they lost four and a half pounds in a 12-week period of time. Wow. That's pretty half, good. That's, that's great. And what an easy solution. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> in a year, they could potentially lose up to 18 pounds. All they did was drink a glass of water before each meal. Bottom line, drinking water helps us with weight loss. Well, cheers to that. That's Absolutely. right. Absolutely. That's really nice. So I want to share some of the ways that I get my water in uh, every day. First of all, I drink a large glass of water right when I get up in the morning. Mm -hmm. And believe me, I love my coffee, but I also know coffee is a diuretic. So, it, you know, it, it dehydrates you. So mm -hmm. by drinking a glass of water first thing in the morning, I'm protecting my body and my brain. And I'm not only just hydrating my brain, but I will actually probably drink less coffee. I'm sure I drink less mm -hmm. coffee when I do that. And I try to do that every single morning. So the second thing I do is I drink herbal teas throughout mm -hmm. the day. 
Um, and occasionally, you know, that counts as part, part of my total water intake. And thirdly, some, I usually add some flavor to at least one of my glasses of water every day. And that could be some lemon, lime, or, or uh, orange slices. Um, or the other thing I really like, and right now this would be a really good thing to do, is use some of our key uh, greens and fruit. So I put a, you know, maybe a quarter of a, a scoop of that into a glass of water. And um, that, you know, it adds a nice little subtle uh, flavor. And the thing with the key greens and fruits, also, it helps helps get you more antioxidants, you know. So and antioxidants are really good for your body. Basically, uh, to drink enough water every day, you really need to have a well-thought-out system in place. Sometimes we tell people, you know, put a pitcher of water uh, out that the total amount of water that you should be drinking throughout the day and see how much you actually get in, right? So drinking enough water is often a goal that most of my clients have because when they do, they're going to feel better and have more energy. And that's a goal for all of us, right? Yeah, absolutely. So Carolyn and I each have one more interesting fact to share with you about water. Water is a natural appetite suppressant. If you're feeling hungry, your body may be saying, I am thirsty. So we talked about this a little bit before, but really think about this. Next time you feel hungry, try drinking one or two glasses of water first before you're thinking about before your meal or before before you need a meal or a snack. Mm -hmm. And it's amazing how well that works. Sometimes you find you're not even hungry. So here's the final fact that I'm going to share with you today. Uh, If you are experiencing fluid retention, one of the best ways to actually get rid of that extra fluid in your body is to drink more water. (laughs) I know that sounds really counterintuitive. Yes. um, But it you know, this is a habit that is very difficult for most people uh, to kind of wrap their head around. You know, if they have swollen ankles or whatever, I tell them, well, you actually need to drink more water. And they go, oh, right. that doesn't make any sense. But, right. um, but if they do drink the right amount of water for their body, they, um, they will retain a, a more water uh, biochemically in in the opposite direction inside the cells. So Mm -hmm. it won't cause that swelling. It'll be more balanced. So drinking sufficient water actually releases that uh, fluid retention. It doesn't add to the fluid retention. That is a really hard concept for people to wrap their heads around, but definitely works. Yep. So... Another concern, have you ever had a memory problem or maybe a word recall problem? Your brain might be telling you you need to drink more water. Absolutely. (laughs) I think a lot of us with all of this stress uh, these last few weeks, um, we are having a a little bit of uh, recall type problems. So today um, we have given you many reasons to drink enough water for weight loss as well as good brain and body function. So now what we want to do is switch gears a little bit and dig into the quality of the water. And Richard Grassi, he's the owner of 
uh, Richard's Custom Water Systems, uh, and he's here with us today. Richard, I have noticed that water quality has been in the news again lately. So recently, there was an article titled, Worry Over Water Safety, and um, the, that uh, that was in the Star Tribune, and it was about uh, nitrates rising in rural tap water. Welcome, Richard. Well, thank you. Thank you, uh, both Carolyn and, and Joanne, for having me on the program. I'm delighted to be here. Um, so water water is in the news, and it it's doesn't surprise me because water is a universal solvent. Um, but relating to uh, nitrates, so nitrates um, are one of three chemicals or contaminants that are tested on all private wells, and the liable limit is 10 parts per million of nitrates. Uh, personally, in my opinion, that's just a, a guideline mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. I don't consider eight or seven or six or five to be safe. Um, you know, they have to they have to set guidelines so that yes, yeah. water in, in general that wells don't fail. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, if we know anything about nitrates, and you ladies may already do, but that it, it decreases the ability of uh, uh, the water to carry our. our the, the oxygen carrying ability of the blood. So it causes blue baby syndrome, which you may know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so it's not a good thing. Welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. If you are having trouble sleeping, I encourage you to join the discussion next week about the importance of sleep and how you can get more of that. Also, we posted a special podcast on the Nutritional Weight and Wellness website, weightandwellness.com, that addresses how real food and key supplements can boost your immune system. If you have any questions or need nutritional support, give us a call at 651-699-3438 or email us at weightandwellness.com and we will answer you. And we've had a lot, a fair amount of questions mm-hmm. regarding yeah. all of that information. So that special podcast is really helpful um, with more information about things to do with this virus. So back to our water topic. It seems more and more can, people are concerned about the quality of their tap water. So they're turning to drinking filtered water. And you just mentioned the difference between filter and purification. Um, But when I'm teaching the weight and wellness classes, people often ask me if tap water is safe to drink. So how would you answer that question, Richard? Um, I would say that it's legally safe to drink. Okay. That's a good description. (laughs) It's an upside-down equation. You know, only 1% of all the water that comes into a person's home is used for what you'd call life support purposes, whether it's cooking, mixing, steaming vegetables, whatever. Mm-hmm. So when not, when only when ninety nine percent is going down the drain, they can't make the water high high quality. Does that okay. make sense? Yep, that so, makes and, sense. One percent that mm-hmm. that's pretty low. Yep. Yeah. Um, you know, <laughs> there's so. things I want to add to that. One. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. So and then. Um, don't you come out and do testing, right? So yes. Yes. Carolyn lives in Eden Prairie, and yes. I live in Robbinsdale. So, so two completely different waters. Yeah, so, right. So, so there's really kind of four. I look at it, there's four different types of waters. 
There's Mississippi or, or groundwater river water, which has its variables. Then we have city well water, which is most of the, as soon as you get out of the inner, first inner circle of, of um, Minneapolis. Uh, um, uh, um, Robbinsdale is Rob, part of that. No, not Robin. Robbinsdale is really excessively, has high, high dissolved solids in it. But wow. um, Minneapolis, Golden Valley, uh, Crystal, New Hope, mm. those mm-hmm. are all kind of getting their water from the Mississippi River. Okay. And then when you get to the next ring, those are all city wells. City wells, okay. And then if we go out of out of out of, out of into the country, now they're on private wells. Mm-hmm. So private wells and city wells typically both get their water from the same water source. It's from a slowly moving river called an aquifer, mm-hmm. and the aquifer goes hundreds and hundreds of miles. So um, Eden Prairie, for example, is more like. Mississippi River water, kind of, because they do treat it and have less hardness in the water, as an example, and the dissolved solids in the water are less. But Robbinsdale is one of the highest in dissolved solids in the Twin Cities. It's Robbinsdale and Chaska that are... So so we have we have the, the simple chemicals that are suspended in the water in the form of a gas. Okay. And we have the difficult ones that were solid that are now totally dissolved in the water. Okay. Okay. So we have two areas of improvement. Um, so that's so not all test water is the same then, right? Well, no, it's not. No, it's not. And, and the other big picture here is only 1% of what gets into water causes taste. So you can't tell water quality by taste. And when mm-hmm. you make water cold, you numb your ability to mm-hmm. taste. So the big test of water for someone that has, has really had really good water and then they go and drink tap water they really notice the difference because it's such an extreme, mm-hmm. right? Because you're used to something and now it's you get the subtle differences just because you're used to. Mm-hmm. But we cannot tell water quality by taste. Right. So how do you determine if someone should filter their water? Well, you know, for me, that's a little bit of a loaded question because because of what I know, I think everyone should do something to their water. Mm-hmm. You know, again, yeah. if we if we're living in a country, and I, I don't did I say it earlier that we there's a hundred over a hundred thousand man-made chemicals. No, you wow. didn't. Hundred over a hundred thousand man-made chemicals currently in use in the United States. Okay, so thousand, the, and, and you're saying that those are all possibly in well, our water. Whatever water comes in contact with. So okay. water is the universal solvent. So we have that 100,000, and we have 1,000 new ones every year. Right. And if you paint a picture, only 1% of all those variables that can find their way into water cause taste. So things are silently in our water. Wow. They're not saying, I'm in here, right? They're not mm-hmm. telling us. They're silently in there. Oh, and wow. so the uh, 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 Safe Water Drinking Act of 1974 that initially had cities test for 22 chemicals, about 40 years later, now cities are mandated by law to test for about 100. So the big picture about that is that's a, that's a drop in the bucket to the potential. Oh, that's wow. scary. Well, it really I mean, is. I don't want it to be scary, but, but water's a big deal. It people is. People are, for the 35 years that I've been in the water business, it used to be people would say, oh, isn't our water fine? And it's the exact opposite of that now. Oh, Most exactly. people realize that they should do something to their water. And when we think of if we're 70 or so percent water, shouldn't that be at the top of our priority? It definitely should be up there. Oh, absolutely. And, and the other thing I know the, that uh, both of you know, that no, no, there isn't a single function that takes place in our body without water. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Just as we were talking, That's our body sure. doesn't function very well without adequate amount of water. 
So if, if just and again, I still haven't really answered this thing about testing. So so the the chemicals suspended in the form of a gas are so easy to remove. Simple filtration and removes them, or at least reduces them. A simple filter in a refrigerator will reduce those, which is why the filter in the refrigerator is called the taste and odor filter. Or if you screw something up onto your faucet that the water goes right through and comes right out, that's a simple filter. Okay. That'll take out mm-hmm. taste. That'll take out the easy things. It will not address the difficult things, which were the dissolved solids. And those are measurable. Right, right. Okay. Okay. Um, so a lot of my clients will say, okay, I have a refrigerator filter. Right. Um, and I think, okay, that's like a one-level carbon simple. filter, yes, yes, right? Am yes, I right yes. thinking that? So that's only going to take out how much? Well, it's, it's, it's going to deal with the chemicals suspended in the water in the form of a gas. So living in Eden Prairie, so the difficult things in water are, are called parts per million, mm-hmm. are measured in parts per million of totally dissolved solids. Solids that are now totally dissolved in the water. So if you go buy bottled water in a store, as an example, and it says purified water, to make that claim, it cannot measure more than 10 parts per million. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Eden Prairie is going to have somewhere between 90 and about 200 parts per million in their water. Okay. Robbinsdale's over 500. Wow. To give you a wow. difference. Wow. Okay. So those dissolved solids are the things that's where heavy metals, lead, nitrate, salt, salt-based substances, that's where fluoride is, that's where uh, pharmaceuticals are found, that's where the newest big concern in our country isn't necessarily pharmaceuticals are there. They're not on the list of 100, so nobody has to test for them. Mm, but they're being right. found all over oh, the country. Yeah, right. But the newest issue is the microplastics. Microplastics, From all yes. the personal care products. Yes, yes absolutely. So they're not on the list, so mm-hmm. nobody has to test no for them. No one has them. to test for them. But that's a national issue. Yeah. Yeah, and I think, didn't weren't we talking about the estrogens, too? The estrogens. In a recent show. Um, yes. You know, Beginning from, of March, we had a show. Yes. Yeah. About the estrogens in water and other things. Because yes. everything that we're yes. putting back into the, we're in a closed system. There isn't any more water on the planet now than, than at the beginning of time. Right. So whatever we're doing today ends up in somebody else's water. I mean, that's not a nice thought, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's all recycled. Wow. These things you're talking about, the dissolved solids and the, and the drugs and things like that. So yes. we need to have reverse osmosis in order to get to that level? Well, yes. Okay. Yes. The, the, the thing to know about reverse osmosis, though, is reverse osmosis is a technology. It is not a given water purity. Oh. And there's more crappy systems, in my mind, sold in our marketplace and in this country than good ones. So people say, okay. oh, I'm going to buy an RO and I'll buy uh-huh. this one, right? Oh, I hear well, that all the time. It, it mm-hmm. takes the taste out. But when we go, because I we take them out all the time out of people's homes, all the mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. Especially once people realize they're not really doing what they think. Because you can measure the level of in parts per million of dissolved solids to see how effective a system is. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Uh-huh. So, yeah. so we take, so I was very disillusioned. When I first came in the industry 35 years ago, I was told that I sold the best RO made and it removed 99% of the, of, of, of the contaminants in water. So I'm out there saying we got the best one. Uh, should I tell the story now or do you want to have? We'll continue the story after break. So you're listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. I want to remind you that we are offering individual nutrition counseling by phone or video. 
All of our online classes are available with many different topics um, at weightandwellness.com. And we have staff answering calls and emails, so please call us or email us if you have questions. We have free shipping on all of our supplements, and we continue to offer corporate classes via our webinars. And we'll be right back. Welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. So many people just do not realize that good intestinal health is key to having a strong immune system. I encourage you to read a blog written by licensed nutritionist Elizabeth Leppert called Our Most Recommended Probiotic, Bifidobalance. Again, I emphasize that good intestinal health is a key to strong immune function. And that's a supplement that we always start with mm-hmm. when we're working with someone. Great probiotic. Yes. So, Richard, before we went to break, you were telling us a story. Well, yes. Sorry. So, yes. And so it was when I came into the industry over 35 years ago, and I'm selling this, uh, I'm working for a local water company, water treatment company, and they're telling me that they have the best RO. And so I'm saying out there, we got the best RO. Our removes, ours removes 99% of what's in the water. And I, my territory was the southeast metro, the Farmington, Lakeville, Rosemont was my neighbor, the area that I worked in. And I sold a water softener and this name brand RO system to this family. I'm in that development a month er, later. And I'm early for my appointment, so I thought, why not just knock on these folks' door and show them what a great decision they made? So I went in with my with my meter, and I measured the water, and it was 75% pure, not 99% pure. So a month-old system was already letting 25% of the difficult things, the dissolved solids, pass through it. Wow. Month-old? And wow. Had, yes, and that made me a liar. I mean, yep. we're, still, we're responsible for everything that we say, right? Mm-hmm. But the good news is it took me on a journey to find out, is there an American manufacturer that does this properly? And so I went and, and the, the company's called Aquathin. They're out of Pompano Beach, Florida. And I went on my own shortly after that, took all their training. And I've had the rights of that product ever since. Mm-hmm. And now we have 30, over 30 years of history on how effective this device is. And there's still nothing in the marketplace that keeps water at this very pristine level of around one to two parts. And wow. a year later, when we're back to maintain it, our thing is we always want to keep it below 10 mm-hmm. because the definition of purified water is that it cannot measure more than 10 parts per million. If it's 11, it's not. It mm-hmm. can't be called purified water mm-hmm. anymore. And I know that I always tell my clients, and I'm sure you do too, Joanne, if you're going to buy bottled water, right. at least buy purified Correct. Right. water. Don't buy spring water because that's not regulated in any way. Right. Correct. That's so right. you Absolutely might as well correct. just be drinking your tap water. Absolutely mm-hmm. correct. You know. Yep. So a few years ago, the Environmental Working Group found 83 different agricultural pollutants, uh, such as pesticides and the chemicals from fertilizers and even manure-laden runoff uh, pollutants. They also found industrial chemicals like and bacteria, hormones, drug residues, herbicides, and more. So, Richard, you're telling us about all these uh Particles. Yes. Um, can we actually determine if there are specific drug residues in our right? Water? So, so when we go out, when I go out, or any of my crew go out, we're going to do a simple test where if we test for the level of totally dissolved solids, it's all the dissolved solids mm-hmm. in one number. 
Right. Okay. So if that has pharmaceuticals as part of it, or if that has arsenic as part of it, or that, that has whatever, hexavalent chromium or pharmaceuticals or whatever, that would be a separate test, a number of tests, because you have to test oh. for everything separately. Right. And that would go to a lab. So people would have to go to a lab. Okay. So, and if people say, well, I'm concerned that my water has the PAVSs that is on the east side of the city, the 3M issue, right? Oh, yes. And I'll okay. say, well, oh. it's a concern, but there's so much else going on, you could spend a bunch of money and test for it, and you'll know today. But what's, what's happening a month later? You don't know. So my whole thing is I'm not so specific on what's in our water. Because we know we know there's a multiple things there we don't want. Mm-hmm. Okay. And when we get to city water, not to make cities bad, when you add chlorine or chloramines to water, so we used to use chlorine as a disinfectant for a water supply. Mm-hmm. When chlorine interacts with man-made chemicals called synthetic organic chemical compounds, the family of chemicals are formed are, that are formed are called trihalomethanes. They are not good for us at all. And there's a tendency now the cities are moving away from chlorine to chloramines as an additive. Chloramines are a combination of chlorine and ammonia, harder to remove and really worse for us. Oh, boy. Wow. So, That's... and then there's, the, you know, then there's, the, of course, the topic of fluoride. That's a whole other yes. topic that I used to not talk about because there was such a strong so, belief in people. Yeah, controversy on Yeah, it. and yeah. then there's a wall yeah. and people aren't going to listen. So that, but that's changed. Most people realize that we don't want fluoride. Mm-hmm. Right. And when they're educated that the Floridan toothpaste is not the same form as what's typically added to our water. Yeah, and supply. I think that's the important point. That is important. You know, the, the fluoride is different in toothpaste than the fluoride that they're adding to our water. Correct. So Supposedly the for our well, be- the, dental health, right? That's right. But there's two things. When you put fluoride in toothpaste or if you have a fluoride treatment, you're spitting it out. Right. And that's calcium fluoride. So 90% of the fluoride added to the water supply in this country is a waste product from the aluminum fertilizer industry called fluorosilicic acid. We don't want it. We don't and want that. And when we drink it, it's not going in our mouth and affecting our teeth. It goes to every cell of our body. Sure. And there's all kinds of major universities now that are saying no, no, no to fluoride. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. And you, you have to wonder, are these contaminants mm-hmm. causing... Many of our illnesses today. Absolutely. I mean, Joanne and I see clients, all of our nutritionists, well, everybody in the healthcare world is seeing many, many more diseases, uh, you know, in people. So what's causing all of this? Right. Well, we live in a relatively polluted environment in general. We right? do. And water is a major part of it. Yeah. Yeah, that's it right. really is. Yeah. That's right. So many of our listeners drink water from private wells. And I think a lot of people have kind of a false sense of security with those private wells. Right, because the yes, because they think well, all the people living in the city and they're and they're but uh, the city tests for about a hundred. Private wells are under regulation to be tested for three things E. coli bacteria, nitrates, and now arsenic. And arsenic wow. is, is so not good for us. It's not yeah. measured in parts per million like nitrates are. It's measured in parts per billion. Wow. So some, a person will call and say, you know, we're over the legal limit of 10 parts per billion of arsenic. We, we had our water tested. Can you get us in the, in the safe range? Can you get us in the legal range? And the response <laughs> is, no. you don't want it at all. <laughs> you don't this want whole it. legal business is, you know... <sighs> 
Yes. I mean, I got to be somewhat careful what I say, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. You know, it's a guideline. Yeah. It's a guideline. Right. And I think that's really important to, to right. hear. Right, right. And you did say earlier, too, all of these different levels of, of, um, or different types of water systems of where they're getting their water from, and all of our wells basically are in the same aquifer. That's correct. So what difference does it make if we're 100 miles from a big city and don't have any industry? But people that live on wells will think, well, at least least we don't have to deal with chlorine or chlorines. Right. At least we don't have to deal with fluoride because the city adds those and private well owners don't have that as a variable. Mm-hmm. But they have other variables. Mm-hmm. They, have they have other variables. Yes. Yeah. So Including there's, if there's bacteria in the well, the only time the bat gets tested is when a house is built with a new well or a new well is dug or if a house changes ownership. Nobody, oh, otherwise, very... nobody's testing for recall of bacteria. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Oh. Right? Yeah. So, so that's becoming more of a topic. We're doing more disinfection uh, through ultraviolet on private wells. Okay. Um, and wells can have iron and black manganese and smell and other things that people think. But mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. either way, we're doing m- mucho business in both all three of these type of uh, water supplies. They're mm-hmm. just a little different. So we st- we talked a little bit about fil- filtration systems on the market. Maybe you could help us understand, um, you know, we talked a little bit already about the refrigerator type one. What about the pitcher type ones, the Brita's or Zero or Pure or, you know, all of, all of those pitcher systems? I'm assuming most of them are very similar. Well, the one that's different is, is the zero water. The zero, okay. So okay. let's use the two of you as an example. So zero water will purify water. That filter is, is it's using um, um, uh, um, part of the media in there is um, um, it's an anion cation media that 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 attracts both negative and positively charged ions. So it's going to remove dissolved solids. Okay. But if you live in Eden Prairie. It's going to last a lot longer because let's say just for easy calculation, sure. your your level of dissolved solids is 100 parts per million. Or you go now to Robbinsdale where it's 550 parts per million. The person Yikes. in Robbinsdale is going to be having to replace that <laughs> Those filters, constant yeah, right. because it has to take more out. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? So yeah. then that yeah. person would have to replace the Constantly. filter. It could be, it could be more every than every month week. or so. Oh no, no, no. no. Well, Monthly. it depends on how many people, right? Yeah, yeah. Size of family, how much water is used, if they cook with it. Wow. Mm-hmm. So the other thing about I find with people is they they may filter or do something to their drinking water, but then they cook with tap water. Cook with tap water, yeah. And yeah. Again. Yeah. Hopefully, many of our clients won't be doing that. Correct. Well, that's all we have time for today. So, Richard, before we close, could you tell our listeners how they can get in touch with you? I'm absolutely happy to do that. They could email me at richard at richardswater.com, richard at richardswater.com. I've simplified the name. Or they could call me direct at 952-240-0470. And they could call my office direct at 952 920-1200. Well, great. Thank you very much for being with us today, Richard. Yes, thank Um, you. Yeah. And I'll just just add that we're a full-service company. We do everything from selling to installation service, all of it. Well, you're a 